This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to Leicester Fan TV. Today we are going to be doing the Where We Will Finish um, show. Obviously, we're going to have some fans on talking about how we think the season's gone. Uh, well, the, the pre-season's gone, obviously. Summer transfers, manager appointment, uh, coach appointments, all that. And then we'll finally get to the point where we say where we think each uh, fan thinks we're going to finish. So uh, we'll bring them in now. Starting with Locks. Locks, welcome. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. Happy to uh, happy to be here. Yeah, look, yeah, look forward to this one. Yeah, hopefully. Anyway, um, Sam, how yeah. are you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad. After earlier second stream of the day. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, and then Simon, thank you for coming in. Evening. How are you doing? All right, mate. You? Yeah, all good. Um, so obviously, first point of topic. Obviously, when we obviously did unfortunately get relegated. We obviously let Dean Smith go and we didn't appoint anyone for a while um, until we had the news of maybe Scott Parker, Enzo Maresca, maybe even Steven Gerrard. But we did appoint Enzo Maresca. Um, Locks, we'll go with you first. What's your kind of take on him? Obviously, we have been talked about this throughout the summer, but because we're going to be getting right into the action on Sunday, uh, what's your kind of take on what you've seen from his kind of input into this into the club? Uh, well, I was surprised at first. I mean, he his his name was one of the first ones really thrown into the hat and then it went a little bit quiet. We heard Parker and Gerard and a couple others. But I was quite surprised that we did end up going for Maresca. Um, I thought we might have gone for a safer option if you can call Parker and Gerard safer options. But um, it's exciting. It was exciting when it was announced. It's, it's still exciting now. Um, obviously, we've seen a little bit of of how he wants to play how he wants to to set up the team not identical to uh, to Manchester City but there are similarities um so yeah it's it's exciting I, I hope he gets time you know we're all obviously hoping that we hit the ground running this season um and obviously we'll talk about what i think later but um if things don't start you know perfectly straight away then he needs to be given time because if you're going to bring in a manager like that who's kind of 
you know, unproven really um, as a as a as, as the number one as the manager, then he's got to have time to implement his vision. So I hope we do that. Yeah, obviously, Sam. I think obviously we've spoken the most about uh, this <clears throat> appointment in the office, and yeah. we're saying as much as like in my personal opinion, I probably would have brought in Scott Parker. Obviously, some fans will think it was a bit of a boring choice, and Moresk is more of this exciting new appointment that probably we did need in the club, which I probably do see as well. What is your kind of take on this kind of risk? Because it is a risk in a sense, because we've all said the first objective this season is getting back to that Premier League. I mean, one, yeah, I, not in the first go. I, th- I think you kind of put it yourself. It's a risk, but we do want to get back to the Premier League first time around. There's no guarantees that this can happen. At least if we got Parker in, we would have known what he can bring to the table. I'm not saying Moresca is a bad appointment. I'm just saying... He's not got anything behind him to back up how good of a manager he can be. 14 games at the Italian league really isn't anything. So it's a weird one, but I think we do have to back him. But I I don't think it's necessarily the smartest move if the the goal is to get back up in the first season. Maybe it's building long-term championship then coming back up. But I mean, we saw the wage bill earlier today that those numbers, uh, they're not supported by championship playing football. That's Premier League standard numbers they are. Yeah, and obviously, Simon, I'm not too sure your kind of side you're on with Enzo Moresca's appointment. I don't know if you prefer to have someone a bit more safer who's done it previous, but what's your kind of take on Enzo? Because, like I say, he's not had any kind of background in management uh, for a club as, as probably as big as Leicester now. Even though we are in the Championship, he does see us as a Premier League club. What is your kind of take on this uh, appointment that we have brought in? Um, I think it was a gamble. I think it's a calculated gamble. I, mean, I, talk, I was talking to Phil the other day about mentality and styles of play. I think we all, I guess we all kind of know from past experience the, the type of togetherness, grit, guts, determination, organisation uh, that, that it takes to get out the championship. I mean, every single club in that league is desperate to get in the Premier League. Uh, most of them are based on a financial structure which doesn't stand up in the championship. They're overspending uh, to get up. And, it, and, and and there's a lot of owners that have taken on clubs in that league. That, that, that they, you know, Their business ambition is to get in the Premier League and get that, that financial stream flowing in and all of the kudos and, and, and gravitas that comes with being in the Premier League. Um, yep. So, yeah, it's a risk. Do I think that Enzo is... Is going to produce the type of football that 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 is conducive to getting out the championship. I'm I'm on the fence with that. Uh, I think he I think he plays a much more cultured type of football, which is which is great. I'm sure it will be entertaining to watch for us as fans at times during the course of his tenure as manager. Um, I'm not sure if if the ingredients are there right now. Uh, and as Sam alluded to, uh, we have we've got we're on a timeline here. We're overspending. We 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 can't keep up this sort of outlay long. And and the longer we stay in that league, the more of these players that are going to leave. So you know it, it's kind of it's a gamble. But at, at the same time as that, you know you could argue yes, yeah, Scott Parker's got 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 some clubs out of the Premier out of the Championship. Sorry, but then he's looked abject when he's got them into the Premier League. So it's. It's horses for courses. Uh, of the, for me personally, of the of the candidates that were being banded about, I think he was probably the best option. 
Yeah, again, I, I can see the reasons why people thought Enzo was probably the best choice because he, it was fresh. It was what people have been asking for instead of the boring football that maybe Scott Parker would have gave us. Um, but I think, like I, said, like I said, before we do move on, it, it, the main ambition to this season is to get back into the Premier League. And I think everyone agrees in this call, like this stream here that that is the main ambition. And I just hope that Leicester have took, taken the right risk to ensure that we can get back up. And like you say, with the likes of players we brought in at the moment, uh, which we'll move on to now. Obviously, the same day we brought in, um, we bought the new shirt out, the first uh, home shirt. We brought in Kana Cody and Winks, if I'm not wrong. Um, both of them came in. Obviously, I have my thoughts on both of them, but it's it's a good, it's a good, like, what's the word? It's a good showing from the club to say that we are coming back. We want to come back with a bang and hopefully, as much as Kana Cody's injured now, um, it shows us there's a bit of a, an ambition to get straight back up, isn't it, Alox? <clears throat> yeah, look, I mean, I think um, the, a lot of people, you know, were very happy with Winks and Cody coming in, a lot, and there were a lot of people who were a bit unsure in it. I think, I, I think that I think it was the right call, to be honest with you. I think Connor Cody. Um, it, it seems that we're playing a back three in in possession. Uh, just going back to obviously what we've seen in Maresca so far. Uh, obviously, Cody, you know, Cody, that's that's what he's suited to a back three. It doesn't look like he'll be starting the first however many games anyway. Um, Harry Winks, you know, um, a lot of people have split on him. I think he's not had the best of, you know, the last couple of years. Um, obviously, fell out of favour quite dramatically at Tottenham Hotspur, but um, you've got to remember, though, when when was it uh, Pochettino? He highly rated Harry Winks, and I know that was a long time ago now. Um, but he only started to fall out of favour at Tottenham when the likes of uh, Jose Mourinho and Antonio Conte came into the club, who are, you know, rather anti-football uh, style of, of play, I suppose. You know, in the management style. So I don't know. It's hard to tell. I think you would imagine a Premier League player of Harry Winks um, coming down to the championship can do a good job just with the drop in quality. I know it's still a very tough league. I need to be careful. Sometimes you feel like you're disrespecting the championship when mm. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just saying that there is a, there is a, a, a drop off in quality. So, you know, I, I'd hope that he can show real quality um, in, in, in this league. And, and I think, you know, how we've seen him so far in preseason kind of play running through him in, in the build up. you know, the, the two of him and Ricardo. It could work. It could work really well. But yeah, I think uh, I think they were the two experienced heads to come in, and then it was kind of the the case of bringing in you know some some younger players after that, which we've seen. So um, I don't think they're the worst two most you know two experienced players we could have brought in. So I'm, I'm quite happy with them. Yeah, and obviously moving on from that, obviously that's what Enzo kind of asked for when he first came in to get some players in because the likes of Yuri Tillemans, uh, Madison, obviously now Barnes has gone. Sam, do you can you see the likes of Connor Cody and Winks being a good like replacement slash? Do you think they'll be up to the standard of what they them two were? Obviously, we know they're going to leave. We knew our half the team was going to leave because of that they were out of contract. But do you think the play, the players we brought in at the moment will be good enough replacements to keep to like push us straight back up into the Premier League? Or I, I think they are <clears throat> good replacements for what we've lost. Uh, obviously, we've lost top quality players. We knew that was going to happen when we got relegated. That all of our top players—I mean, you saw uh, apart from uh, Madison and Tielemans, who didn't go for Champions League, maybe a little bit lack of ambition on their halves. But uh, Barnes has obviously gone to Champions League. Uh, you could see the standards we did have at the club. 
we have had to replace them on the cheap because that's what we can afford. But the cheap options that have come in, oh, there's obviously a big prospect for this season. If we stay in the championship, I don't think we'd get the likes of Cody or Winks again next season. But if we're in the league again. But I do think, um, to start with, they're two pretty solid signings that we've made. And obviously, Doyle on loan as well. And the other ones that are still coming in, and we've still got a month of the transfer left. So there's still a long time for players to go and players to come in. The ones that have come in so far, I'd say I'm pretty happy with. Obviously, it's such a shame that Cody is out injured. So probably, God knows when, we're maybe the end of August even, which is a massive blow. And I think that might even show, because we saw against Liverpool, who was the actual captain on the pitch. Again, I couldn't tell you, we're playing Coventry in five days' time, and I couldn't tell you who's the captain of Leicester City. I, I don't know who is out there and going to be leading on the pitch, especially with Cody out. Yeah, I completely agree. Obviously, people in the comments, get your views in uh, for the end of the show. Obviously, we're going to be saying where we all think we're going to finish by the end of the, end of the show. Um, so keep getting your views and get your comments in. I'll try and put as many as I can up uh, while we are talking. Simon, obviously, on that same day, obviously, before we go on to the future signings we've got after that day, but we did get rid of all the coaching staff behind um, Dean Smith and obviously Brennan Rogers when we were there uh, to put a whole new set in. I'm guessing that was down to Enzo's kind of choice when he came in. What's your kind of take on this uh, kind of, not sacking, but replacing all this backroom staff because everyone was moaning about the fitness levels not being good enough. Um, goalkeeping distribution just wasn't improving with the likes of Schmeichel. It was just getting worse. And I'd say Iverson and Ward just feels like it wasn't improving anywhere. What's your kind of take on this repl uh, replacement of the backroom staff? Um, well, there, there were some long-standing servants of the club amongst those that went. So, you know, it must have been difficult for a lot of the players and staff at the club to see that clear out. Absolutely. You know, do I personally think it needed to happen? Yes. I think though that, that, that group of professionals had had a long time to work with, at the club and affect the performances on the pitch. <clears throat> I think we'd all agree that, you know, obviously the performances last season left a lot to be desired most of the time. Um, so I guess it's common sense if you're coming in as a new manager, you know, understanding that, that things need to be cleared up and a fresh start's needed, that you, you need to make those radical changes. It adds to the it adds to the risk because the appointments that are there now are Enzo Maresca's appointments, which means if the Enzo Maresca project goes wrong, uh, you're kind of all in with with his philosophy, his coaches, his style, his setup, and that means potentially another radical change in the worst case scenario. However, you know, just going back to what you guys were saying, for me, and and a lot of what I'm going to say will be completely irrelevant if we beat Coventry on Sunday. Um, I'm more concerned about the level of performance right now than the personnel. Uh, you know, in that if I look at our our men on our on our squad sheet, it's absolutely good enough to get us promoted. However, um, I saw a lot of replication in that Liverpool game in terms of performance of a lot of games last season. We looked cracking for the first 20 minutes. We really looked like we was on the money. And, and then as soon as a little bit of adversity came along, the heads went down, the white flags came up and, and it was a free-for-all for Liverpool. And, and like I say, that'll all be irrelevant and forgotten if we beat Coventry City on Sunday. However, it did look like a very familiar level of performance or style of performance in terms of mentality, not so much in 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 tactics, uh, to what we saw a lot last season. And that, if I'm being honest, that concerned me. And that that would be from a coaching and a personnel perspective in terms of players. My my worry at the minute going into the first game of the season. 
Yeah, I completely agree. Like I say, we, it was probably time for a refresh in the club completely. That's maybe where they decided to go for Enzo instead of the, the likes of Scott Park or whatnot. But we'll move into a bit of the pre-season games because I can't remember too much from when certain players came into the club. But obviously we started with Peterborough um, and then Northampton, if I'm not mistaken. Obviously me and Knox both went to that um, Northampton game. What's your kind of take on it? Because that was my first bit of Maresca ball, I guess. And I was quite impressed. But it was only Northampton, wasn't it? So, kind of, with with the style that we're kind of looking to go to now, Locks, are you, do you think it will work in the championship? Or do you think it's maybe a bit too ambitious at this moment in time with it only being a month into the process? Yeah, first of all, uh, everybody did hear that, right? I did uh, go to the game with Reedy. I had to spend <laughs> 45 minutes in the car with him, so... Uh, how's, how's your love life getting on, mate? Could you tell me a bit about that? <laughs> oh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, all good. Um, no, look, I think um, it's always it's always a bit of a weird one trying to judge uh, pre-season because you don't want to, you know, when things go well, you don't want to get ahead of yourselves. And when things go badly, you just think, well, it's only pre-season. It's, all, it's only about fitness. Um, I agree with what you said about the Northampton game. You know, there were... Like with the Liverpool game, like the first 20 minutes, there were signs there to, to say, you know, we look like we're kind of, you know, developing quite quickly, you know, from of what Maresca wants from us. Um, but again, I agree with what Simon said, you know, the Liverpool performance, it, it just felt like that, just felt like Leicester. It was just typical Leicester. We, we went, a, you know, went a goal down and then, suddenly the capitulation and it's done, you know, it's done before half time. So um, I'm trying not to let it affect me too much. Um, obviously we had the, the loss, was it to Peterborough? The behind yeah. closed doors one, that was a loss. Uh, obviously none of the games really have been convincing wins, um, but I'm trying to put it to the back of my mind, mate. I'm just trying to think, you know, it, it's only pre-season and um, I'm trying to forget about it a little bit, but Look, it's going to, when you change, when you're trying to change the culture of a club and the way you play, the way the players play so drastically, because we've only lost two players, well, to transfers, obviously we've lost a few others on free, but there is still a lot of players there who were who were here last season. And mm. um, there's a few of them still in the starting 11. And, you know, they've been playing a certain way for, for four years. You're going to, you, you're suddenly changing that up. It does take time. Um, and it's just whether or not, like I said at the start, whether whether we have time because, you know, do the board start to panic, you know, as the season goes on, if things don't go well. But I, I just, uh, I, I'm not massively disappointed with preseason. The actual preseason itself was awful in terms of the, the planning. Mm. As, as we know, it was done before relegation and I think we hosted it as well, right? So uh, they couldn't really, they couldn't really cancel it. Um, but... And 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 but just just to go to side note, I'm seeing a lot of people online saying, you know, the board have let Maresca down on this. I'd like uh, Mar- I think Maresca was probably aware of this at all happening before before he was appointed. So I think it's a little bit harsh on the board to say they've let Maresca down. But um, o- overall, you know, it, it's not the best of pre seasons, and and the performances haven't been the best. But all we've got to do is hope that the fitness is there. Um, you know, we're we we kind of. Get on, um, get on well with with the system. Start, you know, learning it, and and we're ready for the season. So, but it's hard to tell. It's it's really hard to tell with the opposition we've gone up against. We've gone from one extreme to the other, in terms of, you know, Peterborough and and Port. Is it Port FC we played mm. in instead of Tottenham? 
and then to, and to get an absolutely smashed by Liverpool, it's it's hard to tell where we're actually at. I think. Yeah, obviously we're going to go on a bit more of um, Callum Doyle, Sam. Uh, obviously, he's been in the Championship the last two years with I think Sunderland and then Coventry. As we both know, Coventry did nearly get promoted last season, um, and he was one of the key players in their team to nearly get promoted. Obviously, we lost the likes of Suenchu, we lost the likes of Evans. Do you think he was obviously? He, I think we all can say he was probably a good prospect for us to hopefully use this season obviously he won't be staying probably after this season even if we do go up because he is Man City's to have back but do you think he'll be a massive kind of um, body in that team like say like soon she was at the end of last season do you, do you honestly think he'll be in as one of our best players this season I, <clears throat> I think he was a good pickup uh, obviously saw the qualities in Sunderland and at Coventry and Man City clearly see something in him because there's no option to buy him at the end of the season. So if he has a really good season, I either assume they're going to put a price tag on his head and let clubs have a bidding war for him or pull him back at Man City and see what he can do there. Um, I, I think he can be very important in this team. and I, I do think we need strong people at the back and leaders um, oh, uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, in the back line defending this team because it does look like we're probably going to play a bit more of three centre-backs at the at the back of it. And I just think after last season, that's the kind of style that was trying to be implemented, but the players weren't there. I, 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 we've seen a bit of Estegard in pre-season, probably a bit more than I'd like to say we should be seeing him. Uh, c- considering that Suter's completely been invisible this pre-season, I've you know, not been heard of him. But someone like Doyle, I think he does walk into the team maybe in the with a back three that we need alongside Cody when he's fit. And I think the other centre-back choice is a pretty open spot at the moment. I couldn't tell you who fits that one because Fies' future is, you know, 50-50 at Leicester. Who knows if he's going to stay or go? And Suter, again, I don't know why he's been invisible, but we've seen Vestergaard a lot. But hopefully Doyle does come in and do a good job. And like you say, Coventry, best team left in the Championship after last season. So if we're picking up players like him and... That I hope, hopefully we can do well, and hopefully we do have a stronger backline compared to last season. Yeah, obviously Simon, you were kind of mentioning about the Liverpool game re, uh, just a minute ago, saying how not how you could see a lot of signs from last season there. Um, and like Locke said, it will take time with a new manager. It's only been a month in since he's been in. It's time to get this um, team ready, ready to go. It's not going to happen straight away, but. What do you think was the positives from the Liverpool game? And obviously, the three games before we played Leuven and obviously Port FC. They're all kind of, like I say, all far and, far and few between with quality. But what can you, what could you bring positive-wise from that Liverpool game uh, that you could think of? Um, in a nutshell, the first 20 minutes, really, really. You know, yeah. if we could keep that up for 70 minutes, we're going to do very well in the Championship next season because that was outstanding. If I'm honest, for 20 minutes, we we gave them a bit of a lesson. If if we're being honest, obviously the press don't pick up on that. They just pick up on the fact that Liverpool won four 0 and they don't really pay much attention to games like that. But absolutely, there there are there are shoots there of of something really positive. Um, and as you as you've all alluded to, the, you know, we're one month into a, a radical change in the in the coaching at the football club. Um, so, you know, it's about finding a way to, to get this team to be, in my opinion, more resilient and, and perform in that manner for, for, for longer periods of games uh, and, and not to get swayed by, by, by moments of adversity in games, which 
know, I guess, you know, when you look at the side as it stands, there's still a lot of remnants of in terms of pers- playing personnel from last season. Mm-hmm. There's quite clearly, you know, some mental scarring that's gone on there for, for, for all of them. You know, I, I read an article the other day that said that, you know, two thirds of the way through last season when we were four or five places clear of the bottom bottom three in the Premier League, that, that Rogers was having meetings planning for next season's Premier League season. And, and and it wasn't even on the agenda relegation. It wasn't even being talked about at the club. You know, so I think there was this sleepwalk element that happened last season, uh, not just from the, the manager, but from the, 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 the management of the club, the board, uh, and also the players. I think the players thought they were too good to go down, most of them. Uh, and, and when you add all that up together, you know, we're, we're dragging some of that into this season. Um, but in terms of positives, you know, if you, if you look at the, those spells, they they are absolutely positive. And if we can if we can put an arrow of that on the pitch against Coventry on on Sunday, then then we're coming out with three points. I'm quite sure of that. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I thought there was like I said before, Liverpool even had a shot on target. We did have about three or four chances we could have put in the, in the net ourselves. So. We've just got to make sure we can be more consistent with that. And when it does come to being off the ball, we just need to make sure we defend it instead of just letting things slide or making stupid challenges like like we saw again with Liverpool, Sam. Um, but Locks, obviously, whilst in that game, we saw uh, a new signing, Hermanson, uh, Mads Hermanson, the new keeper, five-year deal for, I think, £5 million. Is this what we needed? Obviously, Iverson, we were all calling for halfway through the season. We finally got him in the last 10 games of last season. Wasn't enough to keep us out of uh, the relegation. But do you think it was the right choice? Obviously, he surely has to be number one now with the length of contract he's been put in for. Um, but what did you make of him from that one game? Again, there was, you can't really judge him from that one game. But do you did you see any positive from him before we do move on into like the kind of the future of Leicester? Yeah, well, I think um, we've known for probably a, quite a quite a good few weeks now that Iverson is not wasn't ever going to be first choice for for Maresca because pretty much as soon as Maresca came in the door, we were linked with with goalkeepers. Um, Zach Steffen was one of them, but I think he's injured till October, so maybe that's why they went for um, for Hermanson. You you could see straight away he was better with his feet. Um, a couple of mistakes here and there to be expected. Obviously, it's his first proper debut for us you know, against a big team in Liverpool. Um, you know, a couple. Uh, I mean, that that header <laughs> where he was off his line mm. and he nearly got chipped, and a bit of improvisation there. I did read that. Uh, I think it was the the first time in like two and a half years or something, or two years where Leicester have a Leicester goalkeeper has completed more than 40 passes in a game or something like that. I'm not sure exactly what it is, something along those lines. Um, so, yeah, he's better with his feet. That was it, really. I mean, Iverson last season, when he came in, um, you know, it was it was what we needed. Uh, like you said, obviously, it didn't didn't keep us up, but you can't expect the keeper to, to keep us in the league. Um, shot stopping was superior to Danny Ward um, when he came in. But you could tell straight away, you know, his distribution just wasn't there at all. Uh, a lot of balls into into SK and all that. So, uh, yeah, I think um, I think it's the right decision. You know, again, we've we've seen Maresca bring in his own uh, backroom staff. Um, I've I've read a few things. I don't know if they're true, so I won't actually go into them here. But I've a, a few different process changes at the training ground and match days and stuff like that that he's changing. So. Uh, and and of course the main thing is getting his own players in and and this is you know this Hermanson stinks of Maresca's signing you know it is it's who he wanted in 
Um, it's going to suit the style of play. So I think we just got to get behind it and um, and hope he did better than Danny Ward did for the for the last eighteen months. That's all. Yeah. Um, Sam, we'll move a bit more forward now. Obviously, I would talk about Mavadidi, but he's only just signed, so we're not going to probably go over him a bit more today. But obviously, now we do play Coventry on the first game of the season. Uh, what five days to go? Even less now. Um, but what is your kind of take on this team? Because we're going to be doing a, sh- a video later this week saying about what we think our predicted lineup will be kind of going into this. But <clears> like I say, Vestergaard playing in the back line for the last game of the season and Didi running up the pitch more of an attacking mid instead of a DM. You've got um, McAteer playing on the wing uh, instead of Marcel, who's been playing the majority of the preseason. Like I say, you've got Mavadidi in now. What, kind of, what are you kind of looking for into this first game of the season? Because I remember Jake saying today that we just want to show an impactful start, get an, an easy 2 or 3 no win, even though it obviously isn't going to be that easy. You want to have that sort of a showing to know that it's not we're not going to be messing around in this league. Um, what's your kind of take on this Coventry game? Because it is a derby. It is big for us, isn't it? Yeah, well, it looks it's probably our biggest game of the season. It just so happens to be the first game of the season for us. Um, I think going into the team, uh, the team we see against Coventry will be a completely different team in four weeks from that. Mm-hmm. The window's still open until the 1st of September. I'm still going to think there's going to be four or five players that leave the door, like Castagna, Iannaccio, the ones that do want to leave. Um, and I still think we need to bring in, a, you know, the replacements for those and get someone up front as well. Because I think our striking, uh, whoever's up front now, the Yudaka, Yavadi, Iannaccio for now, maybe they, it's a bit weak. Going into the season, you know, Vardy injury prone, Daka not really been able to do it in the past two seasons, so I don't think he's going to be able to do it again. Um, Iheanacho, I'd love to have him up front uh, for the championship season, but I, he, for me, he's too good for the championship. And I think if the Premier League club comes and offers him a three, four year contract, he's going to take it because he, like I say he's got one year left. So go, like I said, going into it, I think we can. I think we can beat Coventry. I just think the players, as I said to you earlier, really that. The players need to know it's a massive derby game because mm-hmm. we saw it when we lost four one to Forest in the cup. You could, I could just see in a lot of players' faces that they didn't really know it was a, you know, probably a big game for Leicester and the fans. So Coventry, likewise, it's a massive game for those fans, and we obviously want to hit the ground running. But it, it depends if the players are up for it. I think we've got a, definitely a lot more uh, of a stronger team to realise that we do need to hit the ground running. You know, the likes of Winks and Cody, I know he's not fit, but Drewsby All as well, especially in the midfield. I think we've got a lot of players that do know that this is a massive game for Leicester and the club as a whole. But like I said, the t- starting eleven for me against Coventry, give it four weeks' time when the window ends, I think you'll see four, five, six players completely different. So I think that's probably why you've seen a lot of players in pre-season been played in different positions and moved in and around. I mean, in Diddy, you know, he's been playing more of a box-to-box whether that's good or not, who knows, because he's not very good at finishing, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, Ricardo, we've seen cut back from, you know, being a defender to go to the midfielder on attack. I do like that there's implementations of stuff that Moresco um, wants to do. I just hope that the club backs up what he wants to do and gives him some more plays, because I, I am a bit worried after selling our two biggest goal-scoring threats last season, where are the goals going to come from this season? Because the championship is no cakewalk. It's it's probably arguably a, a tougher league as in it's more physical and it's going to be a harder one to, you know, make those breakaways. It's definitely got bigger people at the back, you know, more people that just run through you a, a bit more like that kind of style. So I do think we need enough strikers and ones that are, you know, fit and ready to go, which is why I would sign pro from Swansea. But 
<clears throat> you know, we just need to get someone in really and someone who is proven for me in the championship and can put the ball in the net. Yeah, um, make sure you guys get the comments in, say where you think we'll finish because we'll be getting to that very, very shortly. Um, just quickly mention on Coventry, uh, Simon and Locks, before we do take our choice and where we're going to finish the season. Coventry have lost their biggest goal-scoring threat in, um, I don't know how to say his name, but the striker. That one, yeah. He's obviously gone to uh, Portugal now. So as much as Sam says, we've lost a lot of our goal threat in Barnes and Madison. They have lost a lot of their goal scoring for it as well. What is your? Is there anything you want to mention on top of this for this game coming up on Sunday? Obviously, like I say, it is a big game. It is a massive game. It is a derby. Um, but do you see us winning this game before we do go and say where do you think we'll finish? Go on, Simon. Um, the short answer is yes. Do I think we'll win on Sunday? Yes, I do. Um, how much of that is because I'm biased or not? I guess you can make your own mind up. Um, I think oh, absolutely we've, we've got uh, uh, Coventry's success over, especially last season, was built on a lot of lone players and uh, and, and they've, they've kind of been on this steroid-infused run through the leagues and, and good luck to them. You know, they, they, they've, they've, they've had a great a great period of it. I'm sure the fans have been loving it over the last couple of seasons. But when you look at the pedigree of Leicester City's side, I absolutely agree with Sam. The, the, the team won't look the same in, in a month's time as it does now. I think there's, cl- there's players at our club right now that are in their agency here looking for an exit. Uh, I think Castagna is one of those for sure. Uh, I think I think if Iniacho, uh, as, as Sam alluded to, there's, there's talk about him going to Everton and various different Premier League sides. I agree. We've seen very little of Iniacho in this pre-season, really. Only little tiny bits off the bench, largely. Um, in, in my opinion, he's our best striker uh, as yeah. it stands. Uh, and and to me he'd be he'd be first first pick on there for for striker every week right now all the time while he's at the club. However, only Enzo will understand the mentality of those players right now because it's not just about their ability; it's also about whether they want to play for the club anymore. And I, and and I agree there will be some goings out and goings in. Would I prefer us to do our business now and get on with it and build a team and worry about who's going out the door afterwards? Absolutely, mm-hmm. because the quicker we get a settled first 11 for our manager that he feels confident in playing every week, the quicker we can get on with getting up. And and the longer this whole, you know, is he going, is he not going, is, you know, and it's quite clear that some of these other deals that have been lurking around for weeks, like the Perot deal from Swansea, is sitting there in the wings just in case someone leaves. And and, and until such a time as someone leaves, it's not happening. And, it, it, you know, and, and to me... You know, we've got a wealthy owner. We've, we're not short of a couple of quid. We've just sold some players for some decent money. Just go and spend it and, and get the team in that the manager wants. And, and then if, if this lot don't want to play for us, then fine. You know, go find another club. And if and if, if the offer's right, the club will take it. But yeah, going back to your question with commentary, sorry, I went off the... Went off <laughs> sorry, right there, right um, yes, I think we'll win. Uh, I think it will be a close game. I don't think anyone's going to win that by a mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it kind of feels a little bit like, oh, I wish this game had happened in a couple of months and we were more settled. But yeah, I think the crowd will be well, but well up for it. It's a long time since we've played them in a competitive game, and um, and yeah, it, it, it will be a good atmosphere for sure. And I think I think the players will rise to that on on Sunday. Go on, locks. Just quickly before we do, um, do get to the predictions. What have you got to say about the Coventry game? 
Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything Simon said about transfers in terms of just quickly touching on the transfers. I, I think if you see, you know, Maresca will know exactly who he wants. He, he must have a, a short list. He must have a list of players in each position, you know, that he fancies. And you know, it looks like we're starting to make moves a little bit on that Cassidy from uh, the midfielder from mm-hmm. Chelsea. Uh, whether that will happen or not remains to be seen. But um, if, if he wants Perot and we're hearing maybe 15 million quid is being valued up by Swansea, if you can get him for that or less, a little bit less, just do it. Literally, just bring it in. I don't think many Leicester fans expect Nacho to be here at the end of the window. Um, if he is here, you should imagine he is going to be the you know the, the starting striker. Uh, but we haven't seen much of him in preseason. It's been mostly Vardy and Thacker, hasn't it? So maybe maybe it is confirmed behind closed doors that Nacho will be leaving. I don't know. Um, but yeah, get the business done as quickly as possible. And then on Coventry, I think we'll win. Um, you'll, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm extremely confident for this season. Whether I'm stupid to, to be that confident, I don't know. But um, I, I'd, I'd expect us to win, um, you know, if the team is anything close to what it was in the first 20 minutes against Liverpool. Um, I, I don't see why we can't uh, win comfortably, if I'm honest with you, 2 3 nil, something like that. Yeah, um, right. It's time for the, the big comp, the big dike comments of the day Sam I'll start with you we obviously spoke about it a bit today saying where we think we'll, we'll end up what is your prediction for where we will finish this season because with what we've seen and what we spoke about today we've gone obviously gone through what's happened in the summer what's come up already and now we've obviously with the another signing yesterday what is your kind of view on this season do you think we will get top or do you think we'll be struggling I think it's very mixed. It's hard to give you a 100% answer because there's a lot of things. It's a complete refresh from any season. It happens, you know, once in a blue moon, these kind of things where the whole, everything gets refreshed. That's pretty much what is happening. So it's hard to judge how well some of these players can do in the championship. It's hard to judge how Alvarezka can do. Uh, If I was to give you my thoughts, I think we'll finish third overall and we'll see where we go from that. If, you know, if we get to the playoffs, that's fine. Uh, I just, I think third, I think we're going to have a decent season, but I do think it's going to take a while to see how we actually want to implement our style. I, by the end of September, I think you're going to see the team that uh, Maresco wants. So I think we've got four or five games to begin with where we might drop a few points because there'll be players that aren't 100% committed to the club and aren't actually bothered about the results and just playing because they're kind of told to play, be played. And I, I think it's going to take a while after that to really pick up on how Maresco wants to play with the new players that we do bring in. So I think there might be a two, three month period at the start of the season where there's points drops where we probably shouldn't be dropping points. But I think after that, I'm hoping anyway, we do pick up and we start picking up more points after, you know, probably a, a, a slow start to the season. I think that's what it's going to be. I can only really assume Maresco's in long term. Uh, I can't see us sacking him after 10 games, even depending on how bad it is. I mean, you never say never. If we're bottom three, then God knows. <laughs> but. If we, I could see us probably having a decent top ten, maybe start to the season and slowly creeping our way into the top, you know, the top six spot. And I'm hoping, I hope that we just do come up. That is my goal as a Leicester fan this season is that we do go straight back to the Premier League. And I think that's probably the board's goal as well because they know financially it is not a good league to be in financially for them when they've got all this wage and all this, you know, facilities as well. They've just spent a lot of money on a massive training ground and they're talking about ground expansions. You know, it, it's they can't really afford that in the championship. So, 
third for me and if we come up in the playoffs that'll be nice but again it is it, really hard to judge that so if, I'm just going to say third for now and playoffs is what it is okay locks you said you're really positive for this season um, you know what's coming you know what's coming you, well, you we've had a bit of an in, in, inkling from your show with the lads uh, on Thursday night last week, isn't it? So go on, tell us it because you seem positive from what you've seen this, this summer. Hopefully, well, Simon, I'm not always what you're about to hear. I do apologize. I'm not always this crazy, um, so just bear that in mind. Um, I am predicting Leicester win the title and break the points record for the championship. Do we know um, what that points record is at all? It's or? 106. So it would be. It would have to be 107. Um, I, I said it in the. I said it last week, and I feel like I've just got to back it now. I can't change my mind. Um, I'm just. I'm just confident. You said there about what I've seen this summer. No, if I was going based on preseason, then no, I would not be saying this. But. I just think that I trust Enzo now. Um, I had some doubts at the start, but I trust him now. I trust that he'll bring in the right players. I trust that he's brought in the right backroom staff. Um, and I just feel like we have to go up. So we're going to, you know what I mean? Like we have to. Otherwise, if we don't go up, I think we might be in a bit of trouble, if I'm honest with you, mm. uh, if we don't go up first time. So, um, so yeah, I'm sticking with it, mate. I'm going to say 107 points minimum. <laughs> Terrible, I know. Uh, and I think we will uh, steamroll the championship. So, there we go. I hope so. And I, like like Locks alludes to, saying that um, we want to do well. And, like, if we have to go up first time, if we want to be any shape or form in the place to go back to Premier League. So if we don't, don't do it this season, uh, Simon, do you, you, you can't see us going up straight away the season after, can you? Surely. Um, you've got to do it. You've got to do it first time. Yeah, I mean, every season we stay in that league, the further the, the further the Premier League gets away from us, yep. the clubs has to downgrade every summer in terms of its mm. expenditure. So there is, if it, uh, let's face it, it's a business. You know, it, 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 that's what it is for top. It's a business. Um, so every season we're in there, the the further away from him ever getting any decent money back mm. for Leicester City, if he ever wanted to sell it, runs away from him. Uh, and all of his plans for ex- stadium expansion and long-term survival in the Premier League get further and further away. So there is there is a lot on this season. If you're asking me, will we go up this season? I think we'll be a playoff spot. If I'm honest with you, I absolutely uh, wish with every sinew in my body that Locks is right and we absolutely <laughs> smash it. I think everyone um, does. I'm I'm with Sam. I think we're going to have a bit of a groggy start to the season. I think there's a lot of business still to be done. I think there's players to come in and players to go out. I think it will be kind of winter time, October time, before we start settling down into a into a regular eleven and a pattern and a system, and everybody's starting to gel. And the the ones that don't want to be there aren't there anymore, and all of that's kind of gone. And then at that point, I think we'll start start picking up some serious points, but. I think we'll see a few in these first few weeks where we're like, oh, we should have won that and we didn't. I think we're going to see a little bit of that because of the the scenario plus all of the changes and the new manager and everything else. Yeah, um, and then it's my time for my my pick, isn't it? Um, well, we've we've heard about the little um, theory of if we if every team that's gone up the last three years is beaten <laughs> Huddersfield <laughs> on the first away game of the season, I'm going to call it now. I think we will go up. Um, I don't think we'll be top. I I, I think we'll get second, uh, just because I I do think there's so much competition this year. Like they say, there's 19 teams in this league that have been in the Premier League before, so it's going to be t- so tough. And I think it won't be the case of 
the the front runner will run away with it. I think it'll be between us and another club, and we will just get pipped to the post to to get the title. But I do think we'll stay. I do think we'll go straight away. Um, but I do think if we do beat um Huddersfield away, <laughs> we will we will get top. That's what I'm going to put in. If we do beat them, I'll put us top. Um, so yeah, I I do think we'll finish second. Locks, you said first. Sam, you say third and playoffs, and Sa- uh, Simon, you did say playoffs as well. So I did. I'll go that's... fourth if you're asking for a spot. I'm going fourth. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, obviously, guys, before we do go, get your comments in. Gav saying top three. Um, Terry's again saying top two, and there's a few others saying top two as well. Uh, Terence says top six again. If you, I think as mu- as much as you can't guarantee it, if you were to finish in the playoffs and then definitely like you know you're going to win the playoffs, you'd take it. But it's yeah. just the it's just the precaution of you just don't want to get in there in case you do lose. Um, but yeah, Terry Fuller also says four for me uh, and agrees with you and also always improving agrees with Simon as well. But guys, appreciate you coming on. It's been a long show, but we've covered pretty much the whole summer um, and predicted what we think this season's going to be like. Sunday, obviously, um, we play Coventry first game of the season. We will be doing watch-longs. Obviously, um, I think Lox is doing another show Thursday to talk about the first couple of women games. Me and Sam are going to be doing a show um, regarding T-News and what we think it's going to be set up like for Sunday's game. And then, obviously, watch-long and then Jamie's show before it as well to like get your views and comments on for that game. So, I appreciate you all coming on. Um, we'll catch you all on the next show. Appreciate you guys. See you in a bit. Thanks for watching Leicester Fan TV. Thanks to our sponsors, ADT Taxis, Everards, Pucka Pies, Pink Car Leasing, Leicester Riders, Hologram, The Fox's Arms, Peter's Pizzeria, Hope Against Cancer, and Newbie and Co Estate Agents. Make sure to follow us on all of our social channels at Leicester Fan TV. Visit our website, LeicesterFanTV.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.